Hello, my people. How are you? Like truly, truly, how are you? Well, I have a cold, as you can hear, but thankfully this episode was recorded uh, a couple weeks ago, so I'm about to post it, but my son was super sick last week and he got me sick. So are you a blamer when you get sick? Do you like look around in your life and say, oh, that person was sick and they got me sick? That's me. Yep, I'm a blamer. So anyways, okay. Hi, I love you guys. I'm so grateful you're here. Okay, so I want to just kind of give you a bit of an intro and background about this episode. So I wasn't really sure if I was actually going to post this one, but I decided, you know what? I'm posting it. Uh, It's my podcast and I get to share my views. (laughs) I will warn you, it is a bit of a rant and I am pretty fired up in this episode. It's around the whole concept of our humanness. And I won't get into all the details now, but you guys... I am so done with people making us feel bad for our very human struggles and making us believe the lie that these human struggles are sin. And I'll get more into it in the episode, but so I want to help us unpack this as a community because I think we need to deal with our sin and we need to repent for it and we need to receive God's forgiveness for it. But so much of the time we're distracted by our struggles and like beating ourselves up in condemnation for things that really are not sin. So I was actually working with someone yesterday and they actually gave me permission to share this a little bit, but they hate, and I hate is not even a strong enough word, they despise themselves that they don't trust God enough and that they live in this constant fear about their children and their children are making some pretty awful choices, right? So they fear for their children. And she felt like it was a sin of unbelief and distrust. And she felt like it was just sin that she didn't believe and trust God enough. I wanted to just reach through the Zoom call and hug her. You guys, so many of us live under this cloud of condemnation because we don't live up to our expectations in life. We we don't live up to our faith expectations. Like we think we should just have this abundance of faith. Y'all, the disciples struggled with faith and they lived day in and day out with Jesus himself. So you're in good company if you struggle with faith issues or lack of trust. That's not always sin. I would bet most of the time it's not sin. It's not outright rebellion that you're struggling with trust. So anyways, we're going to unpack that in the episode. By the way, I just want a little caveat. I just want you to be thinking about, and we'll dive into this in future episodes, but one of the reasons, not all of the reasons, but one of the reasons that we struggle at times with not trusting God is that it's linked to some authority figure or somebody else that we've trusted in the past and they betrayed us or they did something hurtful and they taught us that they weren't trustworthy. And you guys, we've been trying to patch trusting people in our lives again and it's been hard. It's hard. So I'm really excited about this episode. I wanted to mention too, you guys, if if you're done with these struggles, if you're done feeling isolated and alone in your struggles, if you are done feeling like crap, even though you know you are so blessed and have so much compared with so many struggling in this world, you know, if you're done with wrestling from shame from your past and you just want to be done feeling bad for who you are, maybe you struggle with this like deep rooted unworthiness. I want you to join the feel better journey. You guys, I want to help you feel better. This feel better journey has been blood, sweat, and tears as I've put it together, and I love it. And and my goal is to help everyone to feel better with wherever they are in life. 
I want to do the holy and hard work with you and help you find the freedom that you deserve. Is it messy at times? Absolutely. Is it all unicorns and rainbows? Absolutely not. Doing the hard and holy work of self-awareness and then allowing God to come in and usher in his grace into those weary parts of us is one of the holiest pursuits of a lifetime. You guys, I am more convinced than ever that this program can and will help you. I'm committed to empowering you and helping you walk with more confidence, more confidence in yourself, more confidence in the Lord and all he still has for you to do and to be on this planet. You guys, what would it feel like to feel more free? What would it feel like to know in your bones, Jesus is with you and you don't have to settle for mediocrity? You can walk and feel forgiven. I know forgiveness isn't a feeling, but you can feel the mercy, grace, and forgiveness of God in rich and tangible ways. You guys, and I want to help you. We have a few spots left in this launch of the Feel Better journey that's starting soon. Doors closed February 20th. All are welcome. We have one men's group and two women's groups this round. You guys jump in, check out the link in the show notes or go to my website and check out the Feel Better journey. So you guys, I love you. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. All right, my sweet little humans. Oh my gosh, you guys, I have to tell you this episode, I don't even really have an outline. This is kind of a rant and I just want to do, I, honestly, let's call this a little family meeting. So if you've been around here anytime at all and you enjoy this podcast, I hope that this podcast episode ministers deeply and richly to your soul. If you're new around here, welcome. My name's Danny. I'm the host and I'm your resident, a holy mess. Okay. And I have to tell you that I wasn't planning on coming to my office this evening. I, my office is outside our house and I was not planning on weathering this cold weather and coming out into my office to record this podcast. But I just had a conversation a couple hours ago with my son and I'm steaming. I'm just brewing inside, not at my son. I'm actually so, so proud of him. And I'm so grateful for him sharing his heart and what happened and what he heard today. And I just, I felt like, you know what? It's a great podcast episode. I want to bring it to the family. I want to share my heart. I think this may be controversial. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if all Christians are going to love what I'm about to talk about, but I will let you know this episode will probably get a little bit more colorful than the other ones. So I'd encourage you if you've got little kids, you know, put on your AirPods. Okay, buckle up. Let's go. We're getting real. I'm pulling off the Band-Aid and I'm just getting really honest and I'm going to confront some things where I believe toxic Christianity has seeped into 
Christianity. I mean, I don't even know how to put it. I Toxic beliefs. I don't know where these have come from. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to blame it on the enemy. It's the devil's fault. But I think it's hurting us as believers. I think some of the toxic beliefs that are even preached about on Sunday mornings at church are harmful and hurtful to our very being. And, you know, I know people do things out of great intent. I'm sure I have said some pretty dumb stuff with great intent. And so, and so for the times that I've done that, I just, oh man, Lord, ask for your forgiveness. So, anyways. We're going to dive in and we're going to get into this content. But before we do, I want to say a prayer because I'm shaking a little bit. I am really, really affected by this whole thing. And I just, yeah, so we're going to talk about sin. We're going to talk about what is actually sin. And I believe that we are so hard on ourselves for just being human. And I believe that some of us in the church have the wrong point of view of what sin actually is. And I think it's causing great harm to you and to myself and to our children. And I think it's just the enemy is having a heyday, beating us up for things that we ought not beat ourselves up for. And we're going to get into this, but let me just tell you right now, I'm a little bit flustered, but I'm really fired up and I'm really going to pull off the bandaid and just share my heart. If I offend you in any way, I'm sorry. Email me. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm just going to share my heart. This is my platform. So if you don't want to listen, don't listen. Okay, here we go. I'm going to say a prayer. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your grace. Holy Spirit, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you're in our midst. I thank you that you reside within us. And Lord, I thank you for speaking so loudly to my son today that he was uncomfortable with what he heard from a Christian leader, Lord, that he brought it to us and that he was just uncomfortable and he just shared his heart and his confusion about it. And so, Jesus, I thank you that you reside in my 14-year-old boy. And Lord, I pray for protection around our children and around, man, just Christianity in general, I feel like it's on such, just such attack. We're like beating ourselves up from the inside out. I mean, how, how are we going to be a light to this world, Lord, when we're condemning each other, when we're condemning and those that are actually trying to follow you and whatever that means. But Holy Spirit, would you just bless this time? Lord, I surrender to you. I ask you, God, to settle my heart, my mind, and give me clarity on what to even share and how to even share it. And if to even post this podcast episode, Lord, I love you. And I want to glorify you with this episode. Please, please help in Jesus name. Amen. All right, let me back up. So for several months now, I've had this phrase in my head and I actually just went and bought the domain name because I think I'm going to write a book about it. But I literally bought it 10 minutes ago before I hit record. And the domain name is, which there's nothing there yet. I just literally bought it. Okay. So don't go to the website. It's not there. I'll let you know if I write the book, but it's don't repent for being human. And this whole concept of our humanness and the intricacies, the way God has made us, the way God has made you. Some of us, we beat ourselves up for very human tendencies and very human things that are not sin. I, I was talking to someone even earlier this week who was talking about repenting for some things in their life. And when we really got to it, it was like, you know, they were repenting for very human tendencies, repenting for struggling with anxiety or struggling with depression or struggling with even fear. And you guys, fundamentally, those really aren't sins. Now, let me just say, sure, absolutely, we can make them idols. And sure, if we make out with our fear and are attached to it and 
choose to be fearful, yeah, then I guess it could be sin. But some of this stuff is just very, very human. So I'm going to talk more about that. But okay. So today, my son, Zach, and we run in Christian circles. Let's just be real. We're Christian family. You know, my husband was a pastor for many years. I do all this ministry. We run in a lot of Christian circles. So I'm not going to give away with who he had this conversation with, and no one could ever guess. And it came out of left field. So uh, just bear with me. Okay. But one of the reasons why I'm being really transparent about how it occurred was number one, I'm really proud of my son, Zach, for how he handled it and for how he's going to handle it, even moving forward. But also, I just want to talk about the impact that, frankly, these lies that some people are believing and then selling to our youth and the impact that it's having on them. And so, I don't want to speak ill about this person. I love this human being. I know that we all have our different points of views and perspective and, and all of that, but this is my heart, okay? So this is just my experience, okay? So my son, Zach, we're hanging out and he said, you know, someone said something today and I, I just, it bothered me, but I didn't know how to say it. And he said it in front of a few of my friends. And so I'm just trying to figure out what to do and how to navigate this and can, you know, so we started talking about it. And so basically, what had happened is someone had brought up the subject of depression and anxiety. And so someone, a leader, a grown-up, somebody who my kid looks up to, and frankly, who I look up to, they said, basically to this group of uh, small kids, if you truly love God and are close to him and you're pursuing him, you won't struggle with things like depression, anxiety, anger, or fear. Those things, they won't be close to you or they won't be as close to you because you're drawing so close to God. You guys, when Zach said the phrase to me, I mean, I made him say it like three times. I was like, Zach, are you sure you heard him right? Are you sure that's what you heard? And he was like, yeah, mom, it really bothered me. And it confused me and a couple friends. And so, you know, first of all, yes, if we have sin in our lives, absolutely, that can lead to struggles with depression, that can lead to struggles with anxiety, especially if it's, you know, you're scared about it being found out. Okay. It can lead to fear of being found out. It can, it can lead to, you know, you're angry with yourself and then you're probably angry with others and, and all. So absolutely. Okay. I'm not saying that sin in our life can't lead to those things, but fundamentally, you guys struggling with depression or struggling with anxiety or struggling with fear or anger that's not sin. Like you are a human being if you have these experiences. Like it's very human of you if you struggle with deep feelings and you fall towards depression at times or anxiety at times. You guys, I am so concerned that I hear this so often working with people, especially. And, you know, I do these retreats a couple times a year and these retreats, these are deep dive retreats. Like we go into it, okay? It's holy ground. Everything that's said there is like completely confidential, but people get to like take off their mass for four days, right? And they're totally transparent. There's no technology. We're in the mountains. It's beautiful. It's wonderful, but we're getting real. And I got to tell you, the last five years, the thing that burdens me the most that people have experienced is honestly lies that have come out of churches and the pulpit. Like we expect the world to be dark. We expect the world to shovel us crud. Like we expect the world to poop on us, right? 
But when we are being fed lies from the pulpit or in Christian circles, we're believing these lies that like very fundamentally of being human is sin or we need to repent of our human nature. Oh my gosh, no. Like I- I'm going to fight it. Like I just feel like that's insanity to me that we've been fed this lie that our struggles, our human struggles are sin. They're not sin. You guys, sin is rebellion. It's if you're actively in sin, call it for what it is. Be honest, right? Like call it sin. But when you're struggling with these other emotional issues, man, we got to be really careful what we label sin and what we label the human experience. And that's literally why I want to write this book, Don't Repent for Being Human. You guys, you don't need to repent for being human. You don't need to ask for forgiveness because you're a sensitive human being. You don't need to ask for forgiveness because you're struggling with depression and you can't get up in the morning. You you don't need to repent or ask for forgiveness if you wake up at 3.30 in the morning with a panic attack. That's not sin, you guys. That's something's going on physiologically in your body, right? You had a bad dream or, I mean, it could even be just the caffeine you drank at 3.30 in the afternoon that woke you up. I don't know, is caffeine sin at 3.30 in the afternoon? I don't think so, but I mean, it doesn't sit well with me. It does cause anxiety and panic attacks in the middle of the night, okay? So I guess we could go down the rabbit hole of, well, I'm not taking care of my temple if I know I shouldn't drink caffeine at 3.30 in the afternoon. I, I don't know. You guys, we just have to relabel things. And frankly, we're so obsessed with calling, you know, like our struggles with anger sin that we're actually not dealing with the root issues. Like what's causing someone to be angry? Maybe they were sinned against. Like maybe we need to deal with that issue. Maybe we need to just comfort them because they're going through grief. Like, right? Kubler-Ross says that there's basically five stages or five phases of grief. One of them is anger. Jesus in the Bible, our savior was angry at times but yet he lived a flawless, sinless life. So if Jesus can be angry, why can't we be angry about certain things? I mean, I just, you guys, it blows my mind. And here's why it blows my mind. It blows my mind because I think I believed and I shamed myself for so many years of my life that these very human things that I wrestle with were sin. And honestly, it became such a distraction. I was trying to get rid of you know, the times that I struggled with depression or fear about, you know, things with my life or or whatever, that it distracted me from actual things that I could work on within myself that I probably did need to deal with, right? And maybe those issues were actually sin, right? But when we call very fundamental things that every human struggles with, or most human, I'm not going to say every human, okay? Maybe you don't. But when we call very fundamental things that a lot of humans struggle with sin, you guys, it makes us like, let me tell you what Zach said. So Zach said, basically, if I ever struggle with any of these things, I'll tell you right now, I'm never going to go to this guy, right? So that makes me so sad because that's what happens. When we label these things sin, then we go into the hiding. And when we start hiding our feelings, like that's when shame and unworthiness and insecurity and not enoughness all get planted deep within us. And we wonder why we walk around like so disrupted inside and so not at peace with life and calling just very human things sin. 
honestly, it just shames people. It piles on the shame that they're probably already feeling about very human issues. And I think then the shame probably leads to more despair or bigger despair and, and then fear. It, it's just, it's, it's maddening to me. And I think I lived under that like cloud of not enoughness or my humanness is wrong or I'm fundamentally wrong because I struggle with X, Y, or Z. And that's just baloney. It's, it's absolutely BS. So I just want you to know that Jesus was human. Okay. He lived a flawless, beautiful life for you and for me. And the Bible says that he experienced everything we experience, right? Except for sin. Well, when I read the Bible, I saw Jesus disappointed. The Garden of Gethsemane, I think Jesus was in total anxiety and total depression. I mean, he was bargaining with God. Please take this from me, but your will not mine, right? I mean, how about when he got angry? I mean, I could go on and on. And you guys, we have this loving God who is so compassionate, so grace-filled. He's our Abba. Abba in Hebrew means daddy. And some of us, if we haven't had a great father figure in our life, it's really hard to even conceptualize having an amazing daddy that you can just rest your head on his lap and rest, right? But I always envision the apostle John at the Last Supper, and it says that he was resting on Jesus's chest. And if you know anything about the culture at that time, they didn't sit in chairs, right? They laid down. And so he was literally laying down, almost cuddling kind of Jesus. I know some people are going to think that's blasphemy, but he was laying down in such an intimate way and his head was resting on Jesus's chest. You guys, the Middle East culture is very intimate. They're very huggy. They're, I'm Middle Eastern. I'm Syrian, okay? Our family, we are very touchy people. We sit close to each other. It's a very intimate. It's very different than the West, right? We stand three feet away. We get into someone's bubble. We feel violated. We got to put up boundaries and it's different. It's just a different culture. But what I'm saying is that is how much Jesus wants to be close to our humanness. He draws us in. He made us human. In Psalm 139 says, he knit you together in your mother's womb. So anything that's a part of your human struggle, Jesus already knows it's there. In fact, he was a part of making you and creating you. Yeah. And maybe it is a shadow. Maybe there are these shadow places in you that you still need to surrender and deal with. Oh my gosh, okay, do it. Like, please do. Please do your work. Do the work with the Lord, with the help of the Holy Spirit. But you guys, by all means, don't get hung up believing the lie that your very human struggles are sin itself or that there's something fundamentally wrong with you because you're struggling. So the thing that saddened me so much was, number one, this person said it to a small group of kids, and I guarantee you now, any of these kids that are struggling with any of these issues are going to shut down and there's no way they're going to bring it into the light. So now they're feeling fundamentally flawed if they're struggling with anxiety, depression, fear, or anger. And let's just say adolescence, like I think my husband, who was a youth pastor for many, many years, he says like literally every teenager from about the age 12 to 19 they struggle. Like it, it almost seems like they're all could be diagnosed bipolar. And if you know anyone who's on the spectrum of bipolar, you know how intense those emotions can be. Well, did God create all of us with a flaw that adolescence is such a rough time? No, I think it's part of the human experience. And you guys, we just got to stop shaming ourselves or beating ourselves up for the very human experience. 
We need to call sin what sin is, right? But our human experience, that's not sin. Like you're not sin just because you struggle with very human things. I mean, I don't know. Okay, my rant has gone on long enough. You guys, I love you. And I want to just reach through this microphone and give you a hug and look you in the eye and tell you, I see you. And if you are struggling with some of these very fundamental human issues, or you're just feeling like disappointed in life and you feel like you even need to repent because you're disappointed in life or you need to repent because you're mad at God or, or whatever, like, you guys, we got to fight to change our point of view and our narrative and our, our language around these things. I just think it's so judgmental and condemning. And Jesus came to not condemn the world, but to save the world. And we've got to unpack these things. We can have so much joy and freedom and purpose. And we're so locked up because of what's been said over us and what kind of the world or what toxic Christianity has spouted into our lives. And so, and you guys, there are so many amazing pastors and amazing churches on this planet. Please hear me. I am pro-church. I am pro-Christianity. But I, there is a sect that it's just turned toxic, you guys. And it's honestly, it's getting a little dangerous. And, you know, post-COVID, suicide rates are up and every other self-harm is up. Addiction is up. You guys, we got to be really careful with what we call sin and what we call just human experience and even brokenness. I would even argue that kids who struggle with self-harm or with eating disorders or even addiction issues, you guys, that's not sin. I think we just have to be careful. Their brokenness is leading them to these choices. If we can help them deal with the brokenness inside, then we can help heal these harmful choices that they're making that are hurting themselves. But we have to be very, very careful what we label sin and how we label it sin. I guess it could be sin if they're doing it in a rebellious way. I mean, I don't know. All that to say, I could go on and on. I don't know if this got controversial for you, but I just want you to know that you're loved and that you're allowed to be human. That doesn't excuse any sin in your life. But I'm telling you, we got to be careful what we even label sin and what we can just label our human experience, what we can bring into the light. We got to bring our sin. We got to bring our human experience into the light. And we have to allow others to love us back to life so that we can find compassion and grace for ourselves through the Holy Spirit. You guys, it's all the work of the Holy Spirit. And if you have something to repent about, man, loving kindness leads to repentance as it talks about in Romans. And the gift of repentance. I'm fired up. I hope this episode made sense. I don't even know if I'm going to post it, but I just want you guys to know I love you. Let me say a quick prayer over you. And I guess this is a good time to tell you too, because I'm supposed to tell you in every episode for the next five episodes, that feel better journey. If you're struggling with any of these thoughts or, or you're wrestling through issues in your life like this, I'd invite you to join us in the feel better journey. We're going to get real. We're going to get honest. We're going to work through our workbooks. There's audios that come with it. You're put in a little small group to do the work, or you can do it on your own. But I just want to invite you to be a part of it so that you can find the freedom that you deserve, that like Christ literally is trying to give all of us. And that doesn't mean we're going to have perfect, pain-free, suffering lives. And if you are struggling or you're suffering, you guys, it's not always because of something that you've done, right? We try to figure out 
oh, it must be something I've done. That's why I'm suffering. No, not always. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust alike. We live in a broken world. Some of us are just trying to do the best we can with what we have. Ooh, we don't need toxic Christianity telling us that we're sinners because we're struggling. Oh my gosh. You're struggling because you're human. Oh my gosh. You're struggling because you're awake and you see the suffering in this world. Oh man, I hate to say it, but I bet you God is struggling. <laughs> like, man, who's checking on God right now? These people are a mess. Man, okay, that's enough for me. I love you guys. Holy moly, Lord Jesus, I love you. Lord, I don't know if I said anything that was blasphemous, but forgive me if I did through my passion. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just help us all to embrace our humanness, embrace who you've created us to be, deal with the things that need to be dealt with, God, and repent of the things that we need to repent of, but that we don't need to repent for being human and we don't need to repent for these very human emotions and struggles in our life. Lord, help us to discern this. Holy Spirit, you are alive and well. I know it. I sense you. I see you moving in people's lives day in and day out. So Lord, fill my friend, protect them, watch over them, speak to them, God. Reveal to them, Lord, any issues that they need to deal with, Lord, but comfort them in their humanness. Jesus, bless my friend. Lord, and I thank you for Zach. I thank you for his honesty with us to share what even happened today. Lord, bless him and fill him. And Lord, may he always Always speak up when things don't make sense. Lord, may we all be more aware when things don't jive right. Lord, may we speak up. May we seek help. May we seek counsel. Lord, I don't have all the answers, but I know you do. So bless my friend. Fill him by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's precious name, amen. I love you guys. I seriously love you. I'll be in touch in a couple days. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.